1: Hey good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk one oh seven one everything entertainment. Ooh. Ooh, we're getting a first look, you guys, at uh Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana. I don't think I knew she was playing Princess Diana.
2: <sighs> I feel like I do vaguely. But then yesterday I started seeing a pop-up on Twitter and it flooded
0: me anew. And then they showed a picture. Okay, thought, first of all,
1: she looks great. Right? that's She's what I, got that brooding look. Right yes. away, that was my first yes.
0: thought. When I saw the picture, whatever one they used for the article, I just was like, stunning. And it looks perfect.
1: Oh my gosh, it looks so... She looks crazy good. So, it's an upcoming film called Spencer. Uh, she is going to play Princess Di. And the film was written by the guy who created Peaky Blinders, if anybody watched that show. Anybody?
2: No. Mm, the
1: show of hands? No. no. Uh I do know friends who watch it, though, and think it's really good. But it's just going to revolve around a weekend in the life of Princess Di, in which she okay. spends the holiday with the royal family and then decides to end her marriage to Prince Charles. Um, this is such a sad story. As old as this story is, I just... Let me tell you, regular TV bites right now. I mean, it's just game shows. There's just nothing on. So luckily I record all the dateline episodes and I had recorded this one maybe (laughs) maybe for her the anniversary of her death, which was back in August 31st. -hmm. And I thought, I'm gonna watch this. I could sit there and watch these stories about Princess Di for hours really it was so good they did such a great job with it all these insiders they talked to people who were um, part of the press even the day that the night that she died it's just a
0: was it in the late hours of the night that that happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I just remember waking up to my mom.
1: It was like four in the morning when they announced it, yeah, I cause my
0: mom woke me up for school that morning and was like, you'll never believe what happened. And I remember, I'll never forget. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not into it like you are, you know, Donna, but I'm Steve, you may remember that too, being close yep. in age to me, but it's just one of those things that's like, where were you when that happened? Right?
1: Right. It's just,
0: Yeah. I remember our fifth grade teacher
2: talking to us because I think school started maybe the next day or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: because it's if August st-
2: 31st. Yep. Yeah. And, and that uh, was my
1: birthday. That was like my third. Oh. Was it my 30th birthday? Something like that.
2: Yeah. And I just remember him him breaking it down. And, you know, sort of as a as a kid, you you experience that shock a little bit differently. As you mentioned, Grant, it's almost like you're watching your mom mm.
0: respond to it. Yes. You know what I mean? And then taking cues that way. That's exactly. I had no idea who she was and how impactful she was, but the way my mom reacted to her death made me Uh, realize how important and how, you know, who she was globally. She she was was, so
1: beloved. And it breaks my heart because she was this young girl who really was in love with Prince Charles, and he just didn't give her back the affection because it was essentially an arranged marriage. Mm. It was an arranged marriage. Her grandmother and the queen mother were best friends. And so they arranged this marriage. Prince Charles was in love with someone else the whole time. Then they're under pressure to procreate, you know, and then she's having these babies and thinks it's going to bring them closer and it doesn't. And then she's mm. got these um, health issues, you know, suffering from bulimia. Then that's driving mm. him far, further away. It's just a sad, horrible Sad story. Anyway, well,
2: it's in the news with Kristen Stewart playing it. You guys got to look at the link. So the the how Kristen Stewart looks as Princess Di is incredible. Somebody put on Twitter. Here's Kristen Stewart playing real people in different roles, and the little slideshow is pretty crazy. Like click on that picture. Yeah, you can see the full size her as Princess Diana. Wow. And then her as Joan Jett <laughs> When Kristen Stewart played Joan Jet, was unbelievable. Huh. There are a couple that I don't recognize, but still she looks a lot like the person on the other side of the picture.
1: <laughs> okay, I am not in the same link that you are in.
2: Oh, see, I put it in there um oh. see the little linky I put in there. Oh
1: I didn't know you put in a linky link link yeah
2: I put that link okay,
1: so let's uh let's see here' Donna's
0: getting back to the show here.
1: all there right, sorry, I was looking at my link. Oh, um, I love your link. Thank you. I get look at link. these side by sides <laughs> um yeah, yeah, she can transform bodies, yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, the Princess Diana is remarkable. Yes. I just hope she can deliver.
2: Sure. Because uh, you mentioned sort of that brooding look in her eye, which I think a lot of people see the side-by-side picture and be like, wow, that looks incredible. But Princess Diana had a a softness Mm, to her. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And Kristen Stewart, we see often with angst. Yes, you know and she's leading edgier. With angst. Yes, yes. So
0: was, was, was Princess Di's life very public? Was you know? Yes. Will you oh, be yeah. able to compare? I mean, I mean, obviously she was globally famous, but like her, she was to...
1: harassed by the media a lot.
0: That's kind of what led to the death, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Yep. So I'm just curious. Like you'll be able to tell, like me who watches this movie, however she portrays it, I'll probably take it for what it's worth. But you, who know who she was,
1: right? You, I, yes,
0: you're hoping that you can see that connection.
1: Correct. This movie is expecting to debut in the fall, and next year marks the 25th anniversary of her uh, death following that car crash. Very, very tragic. Anyway, okay. Uh, on that note, are you going to watch? Sure. Okay,
2: great. I'm open to that.
1: Uh, you may have heard this story in Grant's Dirt Alert um, last year. Ricky Lake, if you remember, shaved her head and revealed that she'd been going bald for for decades and while it finally freed her you know of the shame that she was feeling she ended up finding a Scandinavian clinic that has been able to reverse the effects this is great news for anybody sure male or female going through this i it, i would imagine it's probably expensive but i bet yeah this i mean she was so depressed over this and i mean Hair for a w- woman. I mean, men, we yep. already know, you know, going bald is just, that sucks. But for a woman, that's such a big part of our identity. Totally different. Totally yeah. different. Yep. And she was in deep pain and trauma. And even her therapist over the years, uh, she said, not even them, Not they didn't even know her truth. Hmm. So that coming clean about it, she tried Rogaine, she tried Propecia, and then she found this treatment that works. The company is called Hood Boy. Good
0: luck with this. Come on, right, I got it. I got it. I left it out. Stand
2: back, everyone. She's Here going go. to attempt it.
1: Harklin. It can. Hark. Harklinkin, Harklinkekin. And they diagnosed diagnosed her with. Am I saying that weird word? Weird. They diagnosed her okay Uh, with a hereditary condition uh, called androgenic alopecia. And then they just figured out how to reverse the effects. So uh, we'll link up some pictures of her so you can see. After uh, saying all of that,
2: I imagine your tongue just like collapsing face first onto a tongue couch. (laughs) (laughs) I am exhausted.
1: Oh, you're a funny guy. Uh, I would like
2: go. to uh, do some studies, my friends. Okay. What do you think? Here's thinking? a question I'd like you to consider. We like Hype I no, certainly we like Hype. Donna. Nobody likes this game. <laughs> okay, <wait. laughs> Let's do okay. it. Okay. There's a study about this. How much real money would you pay to erase 2020? Oh. So it's gone. Didn't happen. And then we just. Let's say we just pick up right where we are. Ooh. So all the things you had to say goodbye to in 2020, um, this could have been job loss, obviously loss of life, um, canceling plans, all of these these big and small and mounting things that we mourned in 2020. If you could erase it all, how much would you pay? Hmm. There's an average number that people say, plus how much weight did people gain on average? How much sleep did we lose? And why are we feeling a little bit more optimistic about the conversations we'll have with other people in 21? All of that fun stuff coming up next in according to a new study on Donna and Steve on my talk.
1: Hey, we have to say thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast, Steve.
2: I'm glad you brought that up because maybe it's more awkward if I just start by telling you about the underwear that I'm wearing. Okay, Listen, I'm wearing Chill Boys underwear. They are, for real, the softest fabric I've ever put on my loins is that of Chill Boys. They're made of bamboo. I always thought bamboo were like bamboo shoots that pandas eat, but apparently, I don't know, I guess you can break it down and turn it into a Beautiful fabric that is so cool and so
1: comfy. Now, when you say cool, you actually yes. mean physically, temperature wise, cool.
2: Imagine this when I put my underwear on. Oh, God. In the morning or every other morning. Mm. As I pull them on, I feel the coolness of the fabric on my legs and my. Loins.
1: Well, the cool thing about it, thank you for bringing your loins into this uh, broadcast today. Uh, The cool thing about it is that it's got a little bit of spandex in it with 95% of bamboo. So you get that comfort, the perfect fit from what I I hear.
2: That is, that's the God's honest truth. It's right where you need it. Chillboys.com. Go check them out. Chillboys. Comfort where it counts.
1: Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve. That's us right here (laughs) on Talk 1071 Everything entertainment, man. Hi, man. Hey, man. Herp, burp. Herp, herp, burp. Studies have shown that medica- studies
0: have shown that the microbial several
1: long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies several scientific studies have shown and here with their findings are study buddies the perfect nerd couple Donna and Steve. Now,
2: something you should know before we get into this: Donna Valentine has made the majority of her wealth on GameStop stock. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, since we talked this morning, GameStop—you've heard about this stock story. Reddit people driving up the price of the gaming company on the stock market. Uh, start closed yesterday at three hundred forty-seven dollars. Went up to four hundred and sixty-nine dollars earlier this. This is per during share? our show per share. Okay. Then it dropped down to, and by the way, it was like uh, mm, it's one-year low was two dollars and fifty cents. Like, so up. Uh, it goes y- yesterday. 357, then we get up to 469. During this show, Donna, it has gone down to 126. Ooh, selling. And now it has gone back up to 300. Whoa! Wow.
1: Well, that's crazy.
2: I saw a tweet, and it said, funny that the Wall Street elite has treated the stock market like a casino for all these years but now that there's a group of people on Reddit treating it like a casino they've decided the game stops now (laughs) you know (laughs) right Uh, anyway Uh, let's talk about money how much money would you pay to erase 2020 so whatever you had planned in 2020 would happen the things that we endured as a nation as a people as a country would not have happened it's gone men in black (laughs) erased Mm. we pick up right here where we left off
1: is this kind of like the uh, the 13th floor in a hotel you just kind of skip right over it you go from 12 to 14
2: yes it would have gone 2019 to 2021 does that mean you stay where you were at prior
1: yes yeah
2: so like if you had things planned still happening if you had that job still there life is Mm. normal it's just 2020 is erased well, the average person says, if, is this high or low for you? The average person, according to a new survey, would pay $1,836 to forget 2020 and erase it. That's high. <clears throat> That's high.
1: Yeah, if, like, let's say every we were all going to pool our money and they said, all right, everybody, country or world, whatever, we're going to need $1,800 from every person to... I'd be like, hmm... I don't know hmm. although I would like to erase the you know the trauma and the the thickness and the, yeah that's the, the ho- businesses and the, the you know being shut down and
2: you just want like, it to be on clearance,
1: correct
0: it's, it's just hard because for some people, as bad as it got, other things happen that may be good, like with me, as much as I want to get rid of all of the, the sadness and everybody who lost their lives and all of the all of the things we went through this summer, that transition me
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the
0: Item YouTube channel. Oh. And for me, oh man. I mean, I would obviously want to give as much as I can to get rid of that other stuff, but then I wouldn't have what I have when I'm talking to you guys right now.
1: Aw. So,
0: I I don't know, Steve. That's a tough one for you for me. Yeah,
1: he likes to play this game.
0: Hey, the survey came
2: out today. Okay, I get a survey delivered to my front door mm-hmm. every morning. I see I, it,
1: you know, the same survey, and I go <laughs> leave that. And one I'm like, for well, Steve,
2: <laughs> this is interesting. I quite like this. There's more, not just about how much money you'd pay to erase 2020. How much sleep did the average person lose because of all that 2020 stress? Well, you lost just under five hours of sleep per week, which comes out to um, 245 hours of sleep last year. It's almost like just around an hour a day that you're losing out on sleep. Just not sleeping as well, staying up later. We were all doing the doom scrolling early in the pandemic. (laughs) Give me another article that says something even worse than that. All right, that was bad. Give me another. Remember Remember the doom scrolling? They had to come up with the term for it. Sure. The average person says that the stress of 2020 made them gain, on average, 13 pounds. 13 (laughs) libas. Libas. Did you gain weight, Donna?
1: I don't weigh myself, so I don't know. My clothes fit, so that's good.
2: Okay, that's good. Well, and you've always, you know, you've always eaten... A wartime diet anyway. So I've been you were well i into ac- the cookies equipped. lately, though, I have oh, to say. That's fun.
1: That's why when you have people over, you have to send them with everything that you are tempted house. by. Yes, but they wouldn't take it.
2: And if they come to your house <laughs> bearing food, you say, You're taking this at right. the end of the night. This is not stay here. Right. I am not I am not a bagster. All right? Correct. Did Four you out of- did you gain weight? Oh wow. Hi, guys. Welcome to Body Shaving with Donna. I <laughs> gained a little a yes. weight. Okay. I gained I gained some weight. I gained some weight, and then I lost some weight, and then I gained it back again, and now I'm trying to lose it again. I did the but same I, thing. I've seen videos and pictures from memories popping up, and we've been playing old segments on Twin Cities Live, and I can tell that I'm 10 pounds lighter in those old mm.
1: videos. Okay.
2: And it looked delicious back then. You know what I mean? Mm. Delicious.
1: (laughs) Ew, David.
2: Four out of five people are excited (laughs) about what how conversations will be this year because we won't have to talk about the election.
1: Oh yes. Thank God that's behind us. That was very stressful.
2: I know.
0: They're very
1: divided, like
2: Yeah, we always are divided, but to be divided out of a pandemic and divided at the tones in which we were
1: It's a lot of stress.
2: Welcome 21. Hey, Throwback Thursday Music Trivia coming up next. Uh, See if Donna can keep her undefeated streak alive. That's next on my talk.
1: Happy Thursday. (laughs) Thursday. (laughs) Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show. Hey,
0: good morning, everybody.
1: I'm the normal one. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present <laughs> Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go
0: old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz yeah, long-time radio yeah, disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes.
1: Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, why do throw it back, yeah? <laughs> oh, you're darn tootin'.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a couple weeks ago, we tried a new form of Throwback Thursday music trivia. Donna grumbled, as she is known to do. And then <laughs> I went back to the, uh, the old school way of doing Throwback Thursday music trivia. But then, after the petition, and I thank you to the hundreds that signed the petition, someone started on change.org, we want new things. We're going back to the new old thing. The old new thing. Despite her grunting groaning. Remember, Donna Valentine grunts so much that she picked up the phone last night when I called her. Not with a hello, but with a... I didn't know if she was mid-metamorphosis, like she's part dog, part woman. And I called at the wrong time.
1: Well, I was like, what is this going to be about?
2: It ended up being a butt doctor prank, but it was flawlessly executed.
1: I was like, why is he talking about ahi tuna to me? He's like, do you like ahi tuna? I'm going to this restaurant. I'm at this restaurant. I'm meeting some friends and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Where and then I he said, got into a coupon.
2: Yeah, and I said, and here's what it says. It says if you get it if Wednesday, maybe it's a Wednesday only, but if you buy their ahi tuna tonight, they'll give you a coupon for the butt doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, okay, we're done. I was like, bye. Bye. Hang up. Uh, all right. Let's play Throwback Thursday music trivia. I am Grant Q. the music, please. What was Bob Marley's song, I Shot the Sheriff, really about? The Irish Republican Army? Mm-hmm. His record label? The Media Media? Or Birth Control?
1: Oh, those are good choices.
2: Yeah, very different.
1: Um, I Shot the Sheriff. So I shot the sheriff. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't think it's about the Irish Republican Army.
2: All right, anti Irish, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I know he's got a, another song about how um, African Americans were fighting in the war. And that's, I think that's how they're trying to trick me on this question um uh, birth control i'm gonna put that on the back burner for right now what were the other two
2: his record label and the media i shot the sheriff but i did not shoot the deputy
1: i'm gonna go with that the record label
2: his record label
1: i meant to say birth control
2: Nice. Good job, Donna.
1: Thank you.
2: In the 2012 documentary, Bob Marley, The Making of a Legend, Marley's ex-girlfriend reveals the origin of those lyrics, um, saying that Sheriff John Brown always hated me. For what? I don't know. Every time I plant a seed, he said, kill it before it grow. It was actually in response to the (gasps) fact that Marley was very opposed to her use of birth control pills.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Thank you.
2: All right. I just want to do this one because I feel like it would be fun, and it's it's musical.
1: Okay. Cue
2: the music. How many notes are included in a chromatic scale? 12, 8, 6, 5. You know this. You know this. How many notes are included in a chromatic scale?
1: Hold on. All right. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Holding. 7, 8. Is 9 an option?
2: It is not. 12, 8, 6, 5. <laughs> is nine an option? <laughs> nine. <laughs> uh, is it nine is an option? It's five. Okay. The it's answer not. Is five. That is incorrect.
1: Um I don't know what a chromatic scale is. I thought it was the whole every good boy deserves every good boy does fine with face, F-A-C-E, those are the notes. What about
2: Doe? A deer. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh eight
2: and pitchy up that you are right thank you oh whoa you're wrong
1: oh my oh my gosh why did you lead me down that way okay
2: i thought i thought that's what it was oh goodness your uh, your options now are six and (sighs) twelve don't rush into it there's a lot at stake here twelve A chromatic scale includes all 12 notes of an octave. Really? Uh 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 I don't get it.
1: Okay.
2: Cue the music, please. Who is the oldest living artist to top the UK singles chart? Was it Cher? Was it Tom Jones? Was it Clive Dunn or Louis Armstrong? The oh. oldest living, living artist to top the UK singles chart, meaning they topped the charts not posthumously, but while they were alive or are alive.
1: I'm going to go TJ, Tom Tommy Jones. Jones, final answer. Yep.
2: There we yeah. go. How old was he when he topped it with Islands in the Stream oh. in 2009?
1: Oh. Oh, I will say he was sixty-four.
2: He was sixty-eight.
1: Wow! Hallelujah. in street.
2: <laughs> Cue the music.
0: It's music trivia. Oh,
2: Play along wherever you are.
0: Your outburst, man! I just—I'm so happy to be here with you. You make me laugh so many times a day. It's like you don't even
2: need. Most radio shows have a soundboard because they have two sane people on the show. Right? I don't
0: even who need. Who are entertaining that. while still being sane. Mm-hmm. And then. I got my own sound effects mm-hmm. boxing you. Yeah. It's awesome. Hey, you'll miss me when I'm dead, Donna.
1: hmm. Can I have your watch? May I have <laughs> you yeah, your watch when you are dead?
2: Oh, it's my Apple Watch. Yes. Oh. You guys heard I got an Apple Watch.
1: Yeah. May I have your watch when you are dead? <laughs> oh,
2: you wouldn't know how to use it. How many different instruments did Prince play on his debut album? Was it zero? Was it 27? Was it three? Or was it nine?
1: Now, I should know this answer because I've been through the Paisley Park tour many times. At least three. Really? Yeah.
2: Stop by next time. I live right around there. I know,
1: right? Um... I'm going to say it was 27.
2: 27 is her answer. That sounds How many different very instruments? high.
1: Very high, but I don't it. I think I would go with him. that, too. I think I'm going to. Yes! You are right! Quay.
2: That first album, For You, was recorded at Record Plant Studios. The album was mixed in L.A., released on April 7th, 1978. Ooh. According to the album notes, Prince wrote, produced, arranged, composed, and played all 27 instruments on the recording. That's great. little selfish anybody else play? No, I'll play that too.
1: Save some money. got to pay those session artists, recording people.
2: What a cheapskate you are. Cue the music. What 1985 charity single sold more than 20 million copies? That's a lot.
1: You're a cheapskate.
2: <laughs> Was it, that's what friends are for? Candle in the wind, do they know it's Christmas, or we are the world? Can you
1: repeat the year, please? The
2: year was 1985, I was too. That's what friends are for, candle in the wind, we are the world, or do they know it's Christmas?
1: I'm thinking it's either, um, do they know it's Christmas, or we are the world. That's what I'm thinking
2: too. I I haven't seen these answers. Um, That is what I'm thinking as well.
1: I'm really, oh shoot. 85. Okay, so I started working, let's 100 in 1986. Do They Know It's Christmas played a lot? But that was 86.
2: We Are The World was a bigger song than Do They Know It's Christmas, I think.
1: Let's go with We Are The World. Oh,
2: crap, I feel like we're taking the bait here.
1: Yep.
2: Here we go, We Are The World.
1: Yay!
2: It raised over $63 million for humanitarian aid in Africa and the United States. Shout out to UsefulTrivia.com for helping to provide these questions today. And by helping, I mean fully providing them. (laughs) Cue the music. Which beetle had dyslexia? Mm. Was it Paul McCartney, John Lennon, Ringo Starr, or George Harrison?
1: I am going to say it was Paul McCartney.
2: Final answer, Paul McCartney.
1: <gasps> I am going to say it was Ringo.
2: Rats, Ogner.
1: <gasps> I am going to go with George Harrison. Nasara, Egroge. <gasps> What I meant to say was, yes. uh... For
2: your final answer, what would you say?
1: Nanal Noja.
2: Nanal Noja. Final answer, survey says. Very good, Donna. Oh, wow,
1: thank you. I did not know that. And I've seen many a documentary on John Lennon. Loved John Lennon.
2: John Lennon's beautiful music with the Beatles wouldn't have existed without his perseverance through dyslexia. Lennon excelled at art and music while attending high school, but his grades were poor and he had trouble spelling.
1: Interesting. What other. A-
2: Cue the music. <laughs> I hold my breath every time. I'm going to pass out. Well, now I'm going to hold it longer. <laughs> what other name has Pink Floyd performed under? T-Set? Screaming Abdabs? <laughs> Leonard's lodgers, <laughs> this is fun. or all of the above. T set screaming abdabs. Leonard's lodgers. This <laughs> sounds, so like sounds like a vocal warm up.
1: I'm going to say all of the above.
2: All of the above.
1: Yes. Yeah! Woo! They
2: did this under various monikers in their early years, including T-Set Sigma Six, the Screaming Abdads, and Leonard's Lodgers, after their landlord, Mike Leonard. Sorry about that. Getting a Skype call. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it's actually, I'm a, I have the Twin Cities Live account on this computer, because I have to do Skype calls from
1: it. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I what see. What life. Um, I got a question for you, because you're really? not answering any of my texts.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. You, somebody, one of your friends texted you earlier. Yeah. No.
1: You sounded her very... Friend,
2: her friend texted and said, is Steve
1: nursing a hangover? What did I sound like at the beginning of the show? Um, raspy, I guess. You were very raspy. Apparently, that's a side effect. Oh.
2: I had just had a uh, a power smoothie... Bananas, mangoes, strawberries, kale, carrots, and ginger.
1: Okay, this is something that you learn in Radio 101. (laughs) Never have any dairy or anything creamy before you go on the air.
2: Donna, those were the old days. Nowadays, you don't cream, you don't scream. You gotta cream before you crack the mic.
1: And second question, (laughs) did you send Hannah a Facebook question?
2: (sighs) I forgot that. She
1: is going to kill us. I know. (laughs) I thought
2: about it earlier in the show. I was going to bring it up. I know. I was like, oh, sorry to interrupt you, Hannah. (laughs) Guys, you know, Hannah's (laughs) one of the people who then just elevates the situation. So we didn't send through a text message the other day or an email saying this is our Facebook question. And then something didn't come through. There were two complications. And then instead of saying something normal, Guys, I'm confused. Are we doing that Facebook question anymore or or just stop?
1: Thanks. And then I just wrote back, chill out, Hannah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) yeah. what she
1: said. (laughs) And then she wrote back, blocked.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We should tell her we sent her
1: one and she blocked us so she didn't get it.
2: Hey, there's a big new performer who uh, people became very aware of just a couple of weeks ago who's going to be performing at the Super Bowl. We'll tell you about it when we come back on Donna and Steve on My Talk.
1: And welcome back. It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything Mm -hmm. entertainment. I would say the big star of the inauguration, the presidential inauguration, was uh, that 22-year-old poet, Amanda Gorman.
2: Yeah, Amanda Gorman.
1: She, people talked about her more than they talked about President Biden. I know. She was like, uh, people were, she was on all the morning talk shows. Yeah. And she just seems like a really, really smart young lady.
2: Well, the 22 year old, suddenly famous poem, poet Amanda Gorman uh, is going to be performing in a new original poem during a pregame show for the Super Bowl. This, according to the NFL, Her piece is going to be part of a tribute to three everyday heroes who were chosen as honorary captains for the Super Bowl. They are uh, Tremaine Davis, that's an L.A. teacher who helped secure laptops and Internet for his students during remote learning. Then you have Susie Dorner, a nurse at the Tampa Bay General Hospital who's been managing the COVID-19 intensive care unit. And James Martin, a Marine veteran who has been helping families connect virtually through the Wounded Warrior Project. So Commissioner Roger Goodell said, Tremaine, Susie, and James have exemplified the essence of leadership, each in their own way. We are grateful for their commitment and proud to share their stories. And now it will be the 22-year-old poet from the inauguration, Amanda Gorman, who helps to share those stories and recognize them.
1: That is excellent. I like that. I do, too. Uh and she
2: has now, a
1: couple of books out, too. Oh, is that right? I thought so.
2: By the way, speaking of government.
1: Speaking of Okay,
2: Government. (laughs) There is someone that everybody should follow right now. All right, bust out your phones. Bust out your phones. Who's that, Steve? Sharon says so. Sharon says so on Instagram. I had a, uh, a follower on Instagram who sent me a message a couple weeks ago and said, Steve, I don't know if you already follow... Sharon McMahon, at Sharon Says so on Instagram. But if not, you need to. She's from Duluth. She's hilarious and very educational. She is sort of dubbed as America's government teacher. And get this. Um, her Instagram account went from 5,000 about three or four months ago to like 15,000 at the beginning of December to 360,000 because she started posting this really straightforward, information about government and how it works as they were leading into the election, even through the, the riots at the, uh, at the, uh, Capitol building. And But she does it in a funny way. She does funny videos. She answered, does all sorts of informative, uh, Insta stories. She educated me just on her Insta stories about the electoral college and how it actually got started and mm. really wickedly smart and very funny. And so I was looking at her Insta stories today and, And she was doing this post saying um, she realized yesterday that she had three subscription boxes of clothing that she still hadn't opened. She said, I admit it, I have a problem with subscription boxes, I keep trying them, but nothing ever fits her body, nothing ever looks right for who her style is. It just never works. And she has a great run of her, quote, you know, unboxing today on her Insta stories, which were making me laugh out loud as she was just hating one item after the other. It was great, and she's delightful, and she's from Duluth, and I just love that she went from 15,000 followers to, almost overnight, 360,000 followers. Wow. She's got some good things headed her way. She's going to be on uh, Twin Cities Live next Wednesday. Awesome. I did an inter- interview with her yesterday, but she's really great and a fun follow. Sharon says so from Duluth on uh, Got it. Just followed Instagram. her. Okay, yeah.
1: excellent. Uh, by the way, just one more note about Amanda Gorman. Yes. She just, I, it looks like she just signed with IMG um, modeling agency. Wow. Oh, wow. So she's going to be modeling too. And she's a Harvard graduate. Wow. Um, awesome. So yeah, IMG represents Kate Moss, Giselle Boonjean. Um, <laughs> one more time, please. <laughs> nope. I'm not going to do it. What's her name? <laughs> Um, so that's very exciting. She's already been on Ellen. I said she's done a whole bunch of um, you know interviews, and she is smart as a whip. Excellent. Um, so other Super Bowl-related uh, stories.
2: Despite the fact that we're not going to be having a lot of Super Bowl parties, they won't certainly look as big as they did last year, they are anticipating, they as whoever they is, that Americans will eat a record-breaking number of of chicken wings this year. Wow. We we are expected to ram 1.42 billion chicken wings down our
1: pipes. Wings.
2: According to the National Chicken Council, who sits on that?
1: I don't know. Uh <laughs> the, now representing the the, the wing division, <laughs> Pete,
2: anything new from the wing division?
1: I yield my time
2: to thighs.
1: <laughs> Somebody's they, got to.
2: I guess. It's going to be up 2% from last year. How in the hell do they know this? How are you estimating
1: Maybe people are already buying frozen wings.
2: The survey also found that uh, Super Mm -hmm. Bowl food in 49 out of the 50 states, chicken wings is the most popular. In 49 of the 50. The holdout is Maine. Their Super Bowl food of choice? Lobster. Lobster.
1: No, not really. Pizza. It really is. It, it really, really is? is. No, it's oh, lobster. That's yeah. fantastic.
2: What do you do for a living, Hank? I'm um, I'm on the National Chicken Council.
1: <laughs> Here, put this chicken suit on. <laughs> um, I don't get wings. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Wow. It's a lot of work for very little. Um, not worth it. Even the preparation for what?
2: I'm gonna make you a wing. And damn it, after this, after this, after this pandemic is done, I'ma feed you that wing.
1: Overrated,
2: oh. Donna. They're I can overrated. get you a crispy-skinned, wonderful barbecue dry rub flavor wing Ooh. that will go in your mouth that you'll will make you rethink your weird wartime diet. You'll love. Them. Do
1: it on a chicken leg, and I'll eat it. I don't want the wing. I don't want something that's the size of my thumb that I have to like sit there and pick apart
2: stick your tongue through the bones to pop yeah, the piece of chicken through Yeah, people are watching
1: you. It's just <laughs> disgusting. It is a
2: savage deal, but it yeah, is. it's amazing. Meat off the bone. Watching other humans eat meat off the bone is pretty cave Disturbing,
1: totally. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. Go ahead, mm. Steve, with make it weird.
2: I love you guys. I've always loved you guys. I probably always will love you, love you guys. <laughs>